0: Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Y'all know what time it is. Y'all about. don't know y'all better act. Mm-hmm. Hat on, hat on, suit on, suit looking on. like the black dog, I'm giving all, mm-hmm. like a mug on, dress like the million no bucks, bust things in his tubs. Y'all tell me, who could it be but Steve Harvey? Oh, yeah. Yes. Listening to me. Mm-hmm. Put your hands together for Steve Harvey. Mm-hmm. Put your hands together.
2: Come on, do your thing, big daddy. Uh-huh, I sure will. Good morning, everybody. Y'all listening to The Voice. Come on now, dig me. One and only Steve Harvey. Got what radio show? Man, what you doing with it? Trying to do the very, very best I can with it. I really am, you know. I get tired sometimes on, on my journey. I'm, I'm not gonna kid you. Um... um Trying to make something out yourself is, is 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 a task. Um, if if you want to attempt to do something, and 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 understand going in, that that the, if the thing you're trying to do is to improve yourself, to better your position, to better your relationship, your family, anything you're trying to be a better you, you're trying to make more money. You're trying to get it together. You're trying to change. If any of those things are in your hopes and dreams, know this right here. You are about to face some challenges. But you might as well go ahead anyway and face those challenges because if you don't, you have a whole other set of challenges to face. You know, it's, it's, it's an amazing thing, man, how people sit around and they watch other people strike out to become successful. And they sit in the stands watching these people play out these games and they and they and they criticize, they boo, they laugh at their efforts and everything. And they talk about the failures. He missed that game, winning shot, boy, he sucked. Man, he did this, he ain't worth that. I hear people who sit in stands who criticize people who are out there on the playing field. Now, when you're on the playing field, you have a set of challenges in front of you. You're going to be open to criticism. You're going to be open to ridicule. You're going to be talked about when you don't know the people who are talking about you. Now, here's the upside to being the player on the field that's facing all the challenges, the criticisms, the laughing, the joke, the being talked about. He has something going for him. This person, boy, woman, child, girl, man, has an opportunity to win. They have an opportunity to win. And in the game of life, just because you lose one of the games or you lose one of the matches, it don't mean you've lost. You don't get put out. You keep playing. And when you're playing, here's the upside. You have the opportunity to win. And But guess what? You're going to win some of the matches. You're going to win some of the points. You're going to make some of the dunks. You're going to hit some of them over the wall. You're going to hit some out the park. You're going to score some goals. You will. If you're playing the game, here's the problem with the people who don't face criticism, who nobody boos or cheers for, who sits in the stands and knows neither victory nor defeat. Those people, without realizing it, are facing a set of challenges also. And the challenges they're facing is how I'm going to live with myself. What I'm going to do now? What direction am I going in? Where am I going to live? Wonder what job will hire me. Wonder if I can get paid for criticizing. Oh, woe is me. I can't find the purpose in my life. And man, I'm just waking up in a state of confusion. I don't know what to do. Now, let me ask you something. Which one of them set of challenges you'd rather be faced with? Because if I'm on the flow playing, if I'm on the field playing, if I'm out on the court playing, then guess what? I got a chance at winning. But guess what I'm doing every day while I'm playing? I'm strategizing. I'm waking up with a purpose. I'm waking up trying to come up with another angle, I'm in pursuit of a goal every single day versus the people in the stands who know neither victory nor defeat. Get in the game, face the challenges. Better yourself, better your wife, better your children, better your condition, better your employment status, better your job, better your career. Take a shot, come on man, what you waiting on? Because the alternative is to watch other people play the game. You know what I just do sometimes, sometimes I just, I get Forbes magazine or Money magazine, or sometimes I still grab a copy of the Rob report. I just flip through it just to see, Get, I used to get these this book called Unique Homes. Unique Homes is a magazine that just has a lot of extravagant houses that's on sale across the country, across the world. I used to just flip through, man. Let me just see, man, what the people that's playing the game out there doing. Stop watching other people become successful when you could very easily be you if you make the decision. But when you make the decision to become successful, get ready for a series of challenges. I think it's more difficult not to accept the challenge. I think it's, for me, this is just for me, it may not be the case for you. For me, I think it's far more difficult to wake up and just see how life gonna go today. Cause man, it could just deal you any kind of hand today. You understand? I I don't like you know, spades. Let, let's talk card game, for example. The game of spades. Really, man, there ain't a whole lot you can do if you don't get no spades. Really? It's a little couple of little strategies you got to do, but you can have all this ace, king, queen, diamond all you want, but, man, you ain't got no spades. They cutting them. You're in trouble. Be it whist, different game. You can create what's in your hand. You got dealt a hand, too, but you can create a hand. You can call a trump. You can... Make diamonds your spades. You can make hearts or clubs your spades. That's what I'm saying. That's what it is. You can do something with it. It's a different game, man. You can strategize. I would rather have a say-so in my life than to wake up every day and just see how it's going. I think it's more difficult to not accept the challenge to be something than it is to accept the challenge to be something. I think it's more difficult to sit around and not be nothing. I think it's harder to watch everybody's life going somewhere but mine. I think it would be very difficult for me to sit here and hear them talking about other people and never mention my name. It would be difficult for me to see everybody rise and getting promotions except me. That would be difficult for me. It may not be for you, but for me it would be quite challenging. I would rather accept the challenge of making something out of my life than to sit there and criticize those and then watch and see how my life just may go. Okay, just a thought today.
1: You're listening Listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your undivided attention please. This is the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Uh, Today, I've decided to dedicate the morning show as I've done this before, but I think today we do. We just do. Today is dedicated to the ignorant, to those people Mm -hmm. who spend portions of their lives saying ignorant things intentionally and sometimes unintentionally, but all designed for the uplift levity and laughter of the masses. Mm -hmm. This is for the ignorant. Ladies and gentlemen, one who is not ignorant, Shirley Strawberry.
3: So you just dedicated the show to yourselves? You yeah,
2: hell yeah. It. Go okay. watch this today. All right.
3: Mm-hmm. Embarrass me. Good morning, Steve I, Hardy. I, I
2: ain't going to let you down today. Carla uh, Farrell, another non ignorant
3: Good
4: morning. What's up, crew?
2: This is what it's for. Junior.
4: Morning, Uncle. If you over 75, you should be running out of funerals to go to. Mm. <laughs> right. That
3: was ignorant. Mm.
4: <laughs> wow. See right there? That was early Ignis.
2: Wasn't even called for.
3: (laughs) You done put a time limit on it, though.
2: What do you mean, time limit? Show? I
3: mean, you didn't say when it could start or anything. He just did it. No, that's why that's yeah, why you, I appreciate it. Uh-huh. Mm, that's you time it. Yes, sir.
5: Random. Yes, sir. I do not think before I talk, because I want to be just as surprised as everybody else. Uh, hello. Stupid. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I don't wow. think before I say yeah. something. Uh-uh. I want to be just as surprised as everybody. You ready for my first
2: ignorant statement come of the on, day. Come on. Yeah. Come on. Right. Come on. Just cause you darker than me don't mean you blacker than me. Woo! I like (laughs) him. That was actually
4: deep. Can't yeah, hot your <laughs> ass. Easy. You still ain't blacker than me. Mm. <laughs> no way, partner.
3: <laughs> I, love <laughs> I love that. Yeah. out. If you.
4: Match this couch.
3: Good morning, yeah. everyone. Good morning. Yeah, well,
2: good morning. <laughs> What's yeah. happening, you yeah. Morning, wow. everybody.
3: Just mm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> mm. random. Mm. Mm. You know what, Steve? <laughs> I have this is. I don't know. It may or may not elicit a, 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 an ignorant answer. But I usually ask you this every fall, and I didn't yesterday about your, um, I know how you love the fall and clothes and dressing and everything. Have you changed your closet over and all that yet?
2: You know what, Shirley? Because uh, I'm in L.A., huh. I
1: ain't
2: even do it. You didn't do it this year? Mm. No, you know, cause you know, I've been out of Chicago for two years.
3: Yeah, blue cheese. And so on my
2: summer vacations when I buy my fall wardrobe, I ain't buy none.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Oh, I ain't bought no LA, new yeah. coats or nothing.
3: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
2: Cause I was celebrating being out of the vortex.
3: Yes. <laughs> that is Chicago, yes.
2: <laughs> yeah, so I didn't I didn't buy no winter stuff. So it's sorta of crazy. You know, in LA you still wearing white jeans. Labor Day gone.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah
2: you can still stick some white jeans on out in L.A. Shoot. Mm-hmm. And in Atlanta, it's 90.
1: <laughs>
3: yeah, Mm-hmm. Hang on my winner.
2: <laughs> so I don't know what's happening, man. No, I ain't flipped it out, Shirley.
3: Wow. Usually, man. you look so forward to doing that. Oh, man. It gives me something to do. Yeah. All right. Well, coming up at 32 after the hour, Steve. Too short. You know, the rapper, he just became a daddy. He is 53 years old. We'll talk about it with Sister Odell and uh, Pimpin' right after this.
1: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
3: All right, all right, you hear the music. Let me get to this story. Uh,
1: Yeah.
3: Too short, the rapper, legendary, legend in the game.
4: So why don't you let me come in first? Okay, all right. She, She produced now. Sister Odell. Yeah, she'll wait a minute, hold wait Uh a minute, wait a minute. First Uh, of all, before uh I tear him a new one. Good morning, Carly. Hey, Sister Odell, how you doing? Hi, sweetie. Hi, Junior.
3: Morning, Sister Odell. Shirley, how are you today? Hello, I'm very well, thank you, Sister Odell. How are you? Well, well.
4: Hi, boy. Hi. Hello, Sister Odell. Good morning to you. Mm-hmm. Now, something smart you wanted to say? No, I'm good. Go ahead. Go okay, ahead.
5: that's
3: what I thought. Go ahead, Shirley. <laughs> well, um, Sister Odell, I don't know. I just thought you might be interested in this story because Too Short uh, just became a father for the first time, and he is 53 years who, old. Who, who is Too Short? You know, he's a rapper. He's a rapper out of the, the Bay Bears. Area in California. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Yes. Yeah. Uh, you, you know, Tommy. That's what I'm... How long
4: was you doing it? <laughs> I was not what? He's not too short.
5: <laughs> oh, see. Okay. okay. Oh, wow. You better go. You better go on <laughs>
6: Know your place. <laughs> okay.
5: Okay. <laughs> now we didn't. Oh, let you it didn't go. think
4: I was gonna let it go, did you? <laughs> <laughs> I actually did. No, <laughs> uh-uh. no. Tommy been rapping. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> under okay. the pseudonym so, too short
5: <laughs> trying to let it i'm trying to let it
4: go now mm-hmm. you she ain't got to grab it grab, it. grab <laughs> it you ain't got to let it go grab a hold to it but you <laughs> know tommy always forgets that he starts stuff <laughs> he's <starts> always <laughs> oh, oh always. Shirley, i heard him say before i come in uh-huh. so she producing uh-huh. now uh-huh. Well, you know is. i'm just trying to yes. find out what's going on uh-huh. you know uh-huh. Mm. Mm. But it's it's all right though, you know. Keep on. <laughs> Grab <laughs> it if you want to.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> so go ahead, Shirley. You say two short. Yes, ma'am. Uh, well, his, how old is two shot He is fifty-three years old, a little old, you know. How many to, ki- How yeah. many children does he have? Be a first-time father. He's got a wow, little girl. Really? Boy. Uh-huh. Really? Mm-hmm. His first time? Yes. Uh, um, yeah. Well, yeah. two
4: shot and took too long? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I mean. said. <laughs> Damn! <laughs> boy, this finna kill him. He's <laughs> fifty-three. Yeah. But you know, sister Odilia, he already old and don't want to stay up late no more.
3: <laughs> the baby gonna get up with the boy. This finna be good. Yeah, he just <laughs> said he had. You know, he was a player. You know, he rapped. He rapped a lot about pimping and being a pimp and all of that. That was in his song. I'm playing. You know. Yeah, he he did all that. Yeah. So he was having too much fun. He was saying. Well, it's good. Well, I'ma got you know.
4: You know you get what you give. He about to get pimped now. This baby's been a for 18 years. You got some parenting advice for too short. Well, see too short is going to learn the hard way now cuz he he don't have no parenting skills. He ain't got <gasps> good people skills. Pimps don't make good parents. <laughs> <laughs> it just ain't nothing in your field to get you ready for parenting parenting is a giving loving profession pimping is taking
6: <laughs> and now you
4: finna find out you lost something a little too short you finna find out just how just how short your little ass is you finna come up short with the daycare short with pample money short with formula you're gonna be short on time <laughs> Mm-mm-mm. And if you ain't took care of your body, everybody in your house gonna get be getting their die for change. Wow! <laughs> if you ain't taking care oh, of your body, smoking the reefer's and everything, I don't care if they did legalize it. If you been smoking the
3: reefer's and leading the harder drugs and all of that, girl. Mm. Well, Sister Odell, we may find out more about it. Uh, Because Too Short and Ray J are making a documentary about raising kids in Hollywood.
4: Mm. How's Too Short gonna make a video on raising kids in Hollywood? First of all, he ain't in Hollywood no more. (laughs) And in 55, he ain't done no raising.
3: Yeah. (laughs) But, I mean, he's he's learning. He's learning as he goes. Yes. His girlfriend had the baby back in December, but they, you know, they kind of kept it under wraps until now.
5: Mm,
4: mm, mm. yeah.
3: Well, <laughs> well, it ain't under wraps no more.
4: When did no you ma'am. have your last kid? When mm. she was born.
5: How old were you?
4: Mm. I was grown, Tommy. <laughs> mm. Mm. Okay. Mm. I think he he
1: shot one.
5: Was he Turn in your
1: 50s?
4: Mm-hmm. Oh, here we go. See. Uh-oh, he shot one over there. I knew it. Yeah. You better mind your manner. I'm uh, just asking. Was she in her fifties? That's all. No, nah, I wasn't but in my fifties, fool. Ain't you in your fifties? I'm just asking. Let's a talk about fifties and short people. That seemed to be the subject. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah,
4: you just like a red hot chili pepper. You all over these. You, you TMZ this morning. <laughs> you in your fifties and you too short. <laughs> Now you won't try to flip it on me, ask me, was I having children in the fifties? You the one in your fifties, and you too short.
3: Blow the whistle, blow the whistle. (laughs)
4: Yeah. Blow the whistle. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, Tommy, I tried to give you a chance, but, you know, some people, you know, Shirley and Carly, and June, you know, yes, some some people you just be yes, trying, ma'am. you know, because I'm trying to be better, mm-hmm. you know, nowadays I yes, don't ma'am. come in and fuss as much. You yes, have, Sister Odell, mm-hmm. I have
3: to commend you on uh-huh. that. Uh-huh. And then uh-huh. when I
4: try to do that, you know, too mm-hmm. shorty, here he come. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did uh, start. He did start deal. Started, started this right off, yeah. but he he ain't no eyes gonna yeah. finish it. Well, no, uh, <laughs> you
5: wanted to be a producer and then and you was you know giving instructions. Wait, well, well stuff. hold
4: on, hold on, hold on. First uh, of all, this ain't your segment. No, it's not. You do the pranks. <laughs> And quiet mm-hmm. as it's kept, you don't have time. know which ones Jim's gonna get paid? <laughs> if it wasn't for Catdog and Crystal and David, you wouldn't know a damn thing around here with your wife. <laughs> now all you right. want to produce my segment? Let's pull the curtain all the way back.
3: Here come a prank on one of the three hundred. Yeah. All right, we'll be back right
1: after this. Bumping grind. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
3: Coming up at the top of the hour in entertainment news, Tyler Perry, I'm so happy for him, got his star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. T.P. Yes, so deserving. Go ahead, T.P. And Oprah Winfrey donated $1.15 million to the UNCF in Charlotte. We'll talk about all of that at the top of the hour, okay? But right now, nephew in the building with run that prank back. Uh, do you know Tommy? What do you have for us today? Bumping, grind. Yeah, yes, he I knows.
5: do. Bumping, grind. <laughs> I'm ready for it. I got it. Let's go. Bumping, grind.
6: Hello. Hello. I'm trying uh, Marcus. Uh, Marcus. Yeah, this is he. Hey, hey, can you hear me? Can you hear me? Pretty. you just moved into. Uh, I live in 21A, uh, and you live above me uh, in 22A. Uh-huh. I actually got your number from the leasing office. I told him I wanted to welcome you to the apartment building, man, but uh, I, didn't, I didn't want to really raise no eyebrows, but I was really calling about, you know, you know, first of all, let me go ahead and say welcome to the building, man. I hope that you and your, your uh, is that your wife that lives with you? First of all, thank you, brother. I appreciate it. But uh, why would you need to have my number to do? Like you hear the black hammer banging ass in my crib. What you talking about, man? Hey, hey, man. Listen, um, Marcus, I, uh, I apologize. I apologize. I'm, 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 you know, I'm. No, no, no. my man. You telling me I'm a man? You understand what I'm saying? I don't know what you are, but I'm a man. No, I'm, 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 I'm I am You understand me? You calling me, telling me you hear noises coming from my crib, and sound like somebody. And now you're telling me don't worry about it? You know, hey, no hey man, all I'm saying is maybe it's just a, a legitimate mistake. I don't Maybe she's hanging some pictures or moving some furniture or something like that. Oh, ain't no f- pictures, man. I keep telling you that. Ain't no f- pictures. Ain't nobody hanging sh- It shouldn't be no noise coming from my crib. <sighs> hey, man, I ain't trying to... I ain't trying to start no trouble, man. Oh, you not starting some What you talking about? All I was calling about was trying to get a decent decent rest, man. I I work at night, bro. That's all I'm talking about, man. I'm not trying to. I don't give a if you want the graveyard shit. I don't care. You calling me, telling me about my my, crib that I just moved into? You're amazing. Ain't no going on like that. I don't even believe it. Oh, you got the right address? Where you live at, man? You live (laughs) on Yes, man, in apartment 21A, and your place is above mine, man. Hold on, man, hold on, man, hold on. You pull the over, man. Hold on one second, man. Because you talking to? So oh, dude, good. hey, man, look, I'm not, I'm not trying to have no trouble, man. I'm not trying you to do have no trouble, trouble man. You working man, dude. I do 50 hours a week, man. not to hear no like this. Okay, okay, dog, I'm not, all I'm saying is, man, I thought, I thought you was making love to your your woman, man. That's what I thought. That's why I called you to ask God to keep the noise down. I ain't making love to my wife. I ain't even on my ass <laughs> right now. I'm in my <laughs> Trust that He can hear this shit <inaudible> from and I'm coming right to your crib to hear it. I ain't it from your crib. No, no, hold on. Hold the hell up, dude. You're not coming to my apartment to hear nothing, man. I ain't got nothing to do with this. i <inaudible> I'm just. <a inaudible> You know I, mean? I ain't letting you in my house, man, about no f***, man, that you got going on upstairs. You got to control your woman, man. That ain't got nothing to do with me. What the I told you nothing about my woman. You don't even know how I with been I know she been out there. I, you know, mean, she the up, up, I know, know she been up, up there wearing it out for the last two weeks between 12 and 2. I know that. You got to be f***. You talking a damn man. I'm coming to your f*** house. You ain't coming to my apartment, man. I'm not in. Hey, man. Listen. Uh-uh. No. I ain't got nothing to do with this. Shit, I'm telling you. It's got trouble. I'm coming in your crib, man. Hey, I got, got one more thing I need to say to, face face to face you, face man. Did you listen? i face 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 from face my crib. I ain't I got one more thing I need to say, all right? All right? You better you be, be, listen? be telling me you opening the door. Are you listening? Yeah, I'm listening. This yeah. is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your homeboy. Wait a minute, hold oh, what the free twenty-one a man Step away from twenty-one a please. This is now you timing from the Steve Harvey morning till your boy got me to prank you, man.
5: No relation to the song. Bump and grind, that's all.
0: <laughs> no, relation.
4: no relation to the song. you ain't going to tag your pranks with Not that. Not at all.
5: Wacomico, Mm-mm. I will be there Salisbury, Maryland uh, at the Civic Center. Wacomico Civic Center. The nephew will be there this Saturday night. Laying in the cut next week is Jackson, Mississippi. Brand new comedy club, Chuckles in Jackson, Mississippi. I will be there all weekend. Next weekend, this weekend, this Saturday, it's the nephew, October the 5th. Salisbury, Maryland, Why Cole Civic Center. Thank you, Shirley.
3: All right. No, thank you, nephew, and you're welcome. Um, All right. Coming up next at the top of the hour, entertainment and national news right after this.
1: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
3: All right. In today's trending news from our home station in Charlotte, V101.9. Hey, Charlotte. Uh, did you guys see when Oprah made a huge $1.15 million donation to the UNCF in Charlotte, the Queen mm. City? Yes. Uh huh, yes. at the uh, Maya Angelou Women Who Lead Luncheon, okay? Maya Angelou was a, a great mentor of Oprah's. And uh, Oprah announced she was going to match the donation that Charlotte oh, you community. scared
5: me for a minute, so sure, you said she was there. Well, go ahead. No. Well, this all is- the rest of us. There was <laughs> I was clear. listening, right? You <laughs> thought
1: she was gonna say that? Yeah, I, I don't know where in. this imag- <laughs> imaginary ass. <laughs> it's all right.
3: <laughs> this conspiracy theory he <laughs> came up with. <laughs> well, Oprah announced that she was going to match the donation that the Charlotte community had already raised. A woman named Sonia. Uh, who was a key figure in raising the million dollars before Oprah's match donation, was too excited. She ran on stage to thank Oprah. She tripped, but she kept going to get (laughs) on stage and thank Oprah. Wow. Wow, man. Mm. And guess what? what, Carla? Sonia is my cousin. Do Get y'all out. remember when we used to No, you remember we used to I go knew oh, Charlotte? Lord. No, yeah, that I knew is my her. cousin yeah. for real. Yes, that is my cousin, Sonia well, Nichols.
2: Well at least yeah. she wasn't there for a free ticket, which is usually how we meet your cousin. <laughs>
3: Sanya <laughs> is very big In the Charlotte community She helped that's raise great. The first million dollars Yeah that's So great. that is awesome That's really yeah, good Yeah Go she's trending On CNN My whole family We cracking up All right then
1: Go ahead tripped. She tripped She's
3: good though she, she tripped But she's okay Yeah mm. She got right on stage. Yep, she had have and what have we thing. learned from this it. story? <laughs> what? That can get up if to get 100 If you have
2: feet. not ran in a
3: while,
2: <laughs> <laughs> don't let it be the first time towards a stage in front of people.
4: <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, I got a rich person question. Okay. <laughs> When you, when you about to donate $1.5 do your walk change or do you have any, do you feel good about it or how you do that? Yeah, well, yes,
2: yeah, it's, it's pretty good, you know, when you can help people.
4: Mm-hmm. I think that's powerful,
2: about. man. People don't understand. Uh, a that's, that's a lot of money. I don't care
4: who you
3: yeah. are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah. thank you. Thank you, Sonia. <laughs> that was really. Shout out to my cousin, <laughs> yeah. Sonia
1: Nichols. Hey, cuz. <laughs> hey. Walk straight. <laughs>
3: All right. Right. (laughs) So on other entertainment news, Steve, we have to say congratulations to friend and family member Tyler Perry. Uh, He received his star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. His friends Kerry Washington, Idris Elba, they were all there to support him. Uh, Tyler thanked all of his supporters and posted on Instagram. His mother would have been proud. Mm. Yeah, go, go, ahead, go ahead, Tyler.
5: Congratulations, Tyler Perry. But you know That's what? That's a big moment.
3: Honestly, I thought he already had one. Honest to God, I did.
2: No, that was mine. Me sure. too.
3: Well, I was there
2: for yours, Steve. (laughs) Yeah, we were all there
3: for yours.
1: That's
2: about the only thing I've done before Tyler.
7: (laughs) Throw
5: that
2: out. (laughs)
1: Throw that out. Yeah, but
3: congratulations (laughs) to Tyler. So deserving. Because this
2: weekend, on top of that, he's doing his big uh, studio grand opening and uh, reception.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: Are you going on? No, I'm speaking in Jamaica this weekend, so I won't be there.
1: Oh, look uh, at uh, you being
3: uh, all international um, again. Okay, all right. You better yeah. look at God now.
2: Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you better look at what God be doing. Look at him. Because <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I feel, feel like preaching it, but I, we out of time.
1: Yeah, so <laughs> preach
3: the uh, introduction to the headlines,
2: Ladies and gentlemen, far further ado. Miss <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Aime Tripp. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well,
8: everybody, this is Antrip with the news. President Trump is now calling the House impeachment inquiry into doings his doings of his particular administration a coup the white former dallas cop accused of murdering her black upstairs neighbor after accidentally uh getting into his apartment she's been found guilty the jury has found amber geiger guilty of the lesser could have found amber geiger guilty of a lesser charge of manslaughter but they didn't the panel apparently didn't believe the defense's argument that geiger was basically standing her ground in fatally shooting botham jean since geiger was in jean's apartment not the other way around Amber Geiger now faces between 5 and 100 years in prison when sentenced. Attorney Benjamin Crump, one of the lawyers who represented the victim, Botham Jean's family, says the jury's thoughtful verdict sets a powerful precedent for future cases, telling law enforcement officers they cannot hide behind a badge but will instead face justice for their wrongful actions again. Amber Geiger found guilty of murder, not manslaughter. The now former U.S. Congressman Chris Collins pled guilty yesterday to various charges involving insider trading. Collins told the judge that he regretted his actions and that he realized that his behavior was not that of a model citizen. An assessment that U.S. Attorney Jeffrey Berman told he agrees with... By virtue of his position... Collins helped write the laws of this country, yet acted as if the law didn't apply to him. Chris Collins, a Republican, represented in parts of western New York, was the first GOP representative to announce support for Donald Trump. A federal judge in Boston has ruled that Harvard University's admission policy does not discriminate against Asians. Asian Americans have brought a suit. However, the judge upheld Harvard's race-conscious admissions, saying that while the system's not perfect, that the court's not prepared to dismantle a fine program just because it could be better. The plaintiffs say they're going to appeal this one. Looks like enough is enough. Prince Harry forcefully coming to the defense of his wife, Meghan Markle. The prince has issued a public letter stating that he's taking legal action against the publishers of the Daily Mail. The Daily Mail apparently released one of the couple's private letters, which the prince says violates the Data Protection Act of 2018. It's no secret the British press have consistently demonized the Duchess of Sussex for every little thing down to even the way she holds her son. And the prince says the rude way that they've been treating her reminds him of how they treated his mother. And he said he lost his mother. We've had a lot of sad news out of the world of entertainment lately. Unfortunately, there's now where the Jamaican reggae artist and actor Louis Rankin has been killed in a traffic accident in Ontario, Canada. Louis Rankin appeared in a lot of films, including Belly, where he called himself the original Dandara.
6: This is the ghetto. I came stomach, this is where man born and grow. And you have to be the of the peaches, you know, see, to survive. See? Yeah. We come to some year to celebrate the rebirth of Kingston finest.
8: Louis Rankin was 55 years old. Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
1: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
3: All right, we all watched this pretty closely the trial uh, of uh, Amber Geiger. She was convicted of murder for killing Botham Jean. Uh, she was fired, da- Dallas police officer. She now faces five to 99 years of life in prison as mm. punishment. Um, uh, because, you know, she was found guilty of murder That's in the weird. trial. Yeah, in her trial. Um, who
5: decides the, the years? Who does that, part? The judge. judge
4: the judge, mm-hmm.
5: yeah.
3: Always the judge, yeah. Have you
4: ever been to court? Mm-mm. Have I ever been to court? No, nah, Tommy. He talking about who decides
3: oh. the years? The
1: judge. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Yeah, so Geiger again faces 5 to 99 years of life in prison as the punishment phase of her trial begins. And in Texas, the charge is not uh, eligible for parole. Uh, Take a listen. Yes?
5: What happened if she walk into the wrong cell when she get in there? What happened then?
4: <laughs> well, I was
5: asking oh,
4: You can't just walk in nobody's seat.
5: No? I mean, she be walking in the wrong place all the time. Oh, what happens if She walk well, in the, the wrong uh, seat. Okay, I didn't get it. I, I bet she the wrong in <laughs> <that all>?
1: Nah. <laughs> I bet you she will Well, too. well she'll know hers. I bet you You in gonna here trying her get to her.
2: Her, get your hands on this commissary?
3: <laughs> Ooh. Oh. Wow. Uh, well, anyway, um, I, I was going to say yeah, take a listen as the judge read the verdict. Uh, the jury having reached a verdict, uh, Ms. Geiger and your team, would you
2: please stand? We, the jury, unanimously find the defendant, Amber Geiger,
4: guilty of murder as charged in the indictment. No outburst. And it is signed by the presiding juror, who is juror
2: number 11. Mr. Rogers, would you like to have the jury poll? No,
1: you go. All
4: right. You may be seated, Ms. Geiger. Eh.
5: Wow.
3: Yeah, Botham Jean's mother raised her hand and cheers broke out in the hallway outside of the courtroom. It took the jury uh, five hours to deliberate. Finally, some justice for Botham Jean. Uh, The prosecution said that murder and not manslaughter was the right charge because Geiger didn't accidentally discharge her weapon. She intended to shoot Mr. Jean and the jury agreed. You
2: know, this man is still dead. Mm -hmm. But it's, it's a bit of a relief to have a jury see the same thing that we see that appears to be rather obvious. Mm-hmm. And when a deliberation is five hours in a murder trial, that's somebody who saw the facts as they were.
6: Yes.
2: And it's very simple. And to all of us, it seemed cut and dry anyway. Yeah. Any other yeah. verdict for us would have been a disaster. So justice is when
3: you get what you deserve. Coming up in 34 minutes after the hour, we're going to talk more about justice for both them, Jean, right after this.
1: You're listening list me, to list the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
3: All right, so Steve, after Amber Geiger was found guilty of murder and the prosecution and civil attorneys said that the jury made history yesterday, attorney Benjamin Crump, also a friend to the show, said the conviction of Amber Geiger is a victory for other unarmed people of color, color who were killed by police.
0: Take a listen. This verdict... Is for Trayvon Martin, it's yes. for Michael Brown, yes. it's for Sandra Bland, yes. it's for Tamir Rice, it's for Eric Garner, yes. it's for... Antoine Rose yeah. for yeah. Jamel Roberts, Jamel for E.J. Bradford for Stephon Clark or for Jeffrey Dennis Jeffrey Dennis yeah. Genevieve Dawes. Yeah. Dawes for Pamela Turner for so many unarmed Black and Brown human beings mm-hmm. all across America. Yeah. This verdict today is for them. Yeah. Everybody can raise their hand. Yeah. This yeah. verdict yeah. is for yeah. them. Yeah. This yeah. verdict yeah. is yeah. for yeah. them. Yeah. That's
7: right.
5: That's a long list, man. man that's,
7: you know, man,
2: that list is, 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 is shocking when you hear these names yeah. of the oh, lives me... of black and brown people who die at the hands of police officers and nothing happens. Nothing. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, listen, man,
3: nothing happens. Slap on the, poli- on the wrist for the police. Officers. It's
2: unthinkable in this country we live in that a young white person or a white person period gets murdered and nothing happens to the murderer it's it's unthinkable it it, you can't even if you murder someone something has to happen to you for doing it it's unthinkable in this country that that can happen but to black and brown people, it happens far too often, man. It, it's just far too often, you know? And this is like, l- listening to that list for me is like a bittersweet because I'm so yeah, glad uh, this woman yeah. was convicted. But the sad part is, man, when you hear these names, you go, damn. Yeah. Damn. Right. And yeah. you just keep saying, damn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Damn, man, oh, I forgot, damn. Yeah. Hold up, right. damn. And, and let right. me tell you something. These ain't no names not in your lifetime. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They didn't right. go back to Emmett Till and Mega Elvers, and they oh, didn't go God. back down that list. No. They right. brought it up to modern day. Everybody knew these names. You know how long Recent. this has been going on?
6: Yeah.
5: You
2: have any yeah. idea how long this has been going on, man? And do you know how long that is finally getting national attention because of cyberspace? Do you know how many countless people have died at the hands of brutality simply because it could get pushed under the rug and hidden because there wasn't no internet, there wasn't no phone cameras? Mm -hmm. Man, you have any idea? So when you hear these names, y'all, it ain't just them names. Mm -hmm. It's thousands of names. It's, It's like that museum they created with all them nooses in it.
3: Uh, it's, it's, oh, yeah. it's
2: thousands, brother. It's, it's 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 thousands. This is this yeah. is. Man. You know, you know what, man? It's kind of crazy because when I was in Ghana, and I went to the slave castles, which uh, is just beyond emotion. It's just beyond. You know what I learned in the slave castles? Here's what I want you all to understand: how difficult it was for African Americans. Twenty. The, guide, the tour guide taught us 20 million slaves departed from the coast of Africa over a 400-year period. Do you know it ain't but 35 million black people in
3: this country? Wow. Yeah. 20 mi- I, that number is staggering. 20 That's million? That means 20 like million, only a million
2: slaves, according to the slave roles at the, at the yards, at the castles we were in, 20 million slaves left the continent of Africa. It's 35 million black people in this country. Mm, what? Mm,
3: mm. Yeah, that's staggering. 20 million. And, and
2: in 400 years, then flipped it into 35 million? Hold up, y'all. Yeah.
3: yeah. Uh. Mm. Wow. Wow. <sighs> All right. Well, you yeah. can post your comments Jesus. on this story at uh, Steve Harvey Jesus. FM on Instagram. And Facebook. Yeah, that's who you want to call, Steve. Coming up next, we'll switch gears. Nephew Tommy's prank phone call right after this.
1: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
3: Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. Subject, he keeps disrespecting my girl. Mm -hmm. Right now, though, the nephew is here with today's prank phone call. What you got for us, uh, Neff, today? I got what it for you. Not
5: sure when the last time y'all went to one. You know, you go to right. one every now and then. High school reunion. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. High school. Man. When the last time you been to one? High school reunion. What? Did you stop Family, at? Man. I stopped at the 25th. Yeah, I went to the 20th, man. That was it? Ooh, I didn't you recognize nobody. Nobody.
4: <laughs> I yeah, went to the, the 25th. I said,
5: ooh, ain't no sense in showing up for like 30.
1: Oh, <laughs> it's Everybody me? Everybody look different. <laughs> yeah. Nah.
5: Oh, you gonna act to like 20. you don't know
2: me. I don't. I don't, I don't. I don't. <laughs> Oh wait, Tom Tommy, did you go?
5: I went to the twenty-fifth. Mm. Ooh, man. Yeah, that's difficult. That was rough. That was rough. I mean I. I now I,
2: can I, still, I give y'all a clue on attending twenty-five and over reunions. Yeah.
3: Mm.
2: If you ain't if you if you at the reunion <laughs> mm-hmm. And you ain't shocked? It's cause your ass is doing the shock.
6: That's perfect. Hey dog, <laughs> on the real. That's I perfect, like man. I like it. That's funny.
4: If you ain't shocked,
3: dog, if you, you doing just walking around,
2: man, ain't this nice meeting people? Uh, yeah. Uh. You grinning the whole time.
3: Oh, well, man. what are people saying though? What are they whispering,
1: Steve? Oh, ooh, shit. Oh. oh, well, wait oh. a minute. Oh, hell no. <laughs> she, she look bad. No. Oh. oh, gosh. god.
5: That's Renee.
1: <laughs> That's Renee. <laughs> hey,
2: that ain't no Renee, man. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we gotta get to uh, the uh, prank. Right. Here, Here we come go. On, all right, class reunion. reunion. Let's
5: <laughs> go. High school reunion. Come on.
7: <laughs> Hello. Hello. I'm trying to reach Sylvia, please. She's not available. This is her husband, Andre. How can I help you, Andre? How you doing, man? My name is Ken. I'm um. I I graduated with Sylvia. We're having a big 25 uh, year class reunion this year. Okay. For uh, 1985. Will she be home soon? Uh, I don't know, man. She actually out shopping right now. Okay. Okay. Cool. Well, um. Hey, listen. Has she heard about? Does she know about the reunion, or or do you know anything about that? Uh, not to my knowledge. It's the first I ever heard about a reunion. Okay. Well, there there is a reunion, man. She's actually, I think, signed up for it. I'm not sure. That's why I asked you. But I I think I saw her name was that she was signed up to come. Okay. Let, let, let me ask you this: when, when, when exactly did you graduate? I graduated
6: in
7: '82. Okay, '82. Okay, you a little bit before us then. Yeah. All right. Well, listen. Um, let me let me let, 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 let me go ahead and say this, Andre. Uh, actually, in high school, man, Sylvia was my, you know, my high school sweetheart. And we, you know, we dated from ninth grade to freshman year in college. And I wanted to see if, you know, if if, if, if it was cool with you, you know, if you didn't mind me escorting her to the 25-year class reunion. Doing what? what? Let, let me say that again. Like I said, my name is Ken. Uh-huh. Ken? I got that. I got that part. I'm trying to make sure I heard right what you said. Yeah, I said that I, I Sylvia and I were high school sweethearts, man. I was, uh, you know, from ninth grade all the way to freshman year in college. We dated each other. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah I got I got that. But what did you ask me? I asked you if, if, if it was all right, for, if, if you didn't mind, if I escorted her to the 25-year class reunion. Are you related to her? No, I, I mean, no, I'm not related to her. I just told you I was a high school sweetheart. Uh, no, man, I'm saying nobody going to be escorting my wife nowhere. I put the ring on her finger. You said you was you was her high school sweetheart. Yeah, I mean we was together from you know ninth grade all the way to my to, to freshman year in college. You know so. Okay. Yeah, that was I, that, that was in the past, brother. I'm sorry to let you know that, but that was in the past. I'm the present, so I don't even think she's gonna be interested in trying to go nowhere with you anyway. Hey man, uh, what I'm trying to explain to you, this is something innocent though, man. This just me taking her to, you know, you know. I thought she might get a kick out of us going together, you know. Well, being I don't know what. Wrong with you? I done told you. If it's not going to one ear, put the phone on the other one. She ain't going nowhere with you. Do I need to break it down anymore? Hey man, you ain't got to. You ain't got to talk to me and disrespect me like this, man. Now all hey I, I tried to know, do was come on. You talking about I'm disrespecting you? You gonna call my on and tell me I'm disrespecting you? You asking me can you take my wife to the damn class reunion and expect me to be okay with that? What kind of damn fool is that to call somebody? And ask, Can you take their wife to a class reunion? Hey man, that was my sweetheart, all right? We had we had some I was her first. Okay? I was her first, dog. If you was the first then I'm the last and I'm the only one, so we're gonna leave it at that. How about that? Whatever, man. You know what, man? I try to call you and talk to you like a man, but you know what I should have did? I should have hey, called me and talk to me like, oh, you were doing a little stuff, p- man. I should have called Sylvia in the first. I should have never called. Matter of fact, you know what? I apologize for calling. Let me get on the phone and just call Sylvia and see if she on the You go right on ahead and do that. You go right on ahead and call her. Well, that, that's what I'm going to do, because Sylvia can make a decision on what Sylvia want to do. I can tell you one thing. Sylvia do what Sylvia want to do, but Sylvia ain't interested in you. Man, this is not about being interested in me, man. This is innocent. This is just me and her going to the damn class reunion together, man. It it, it ain't like we finna go do something together, man, on on a physical uh, level. We just going to have fun. I'm trying trying to keep my cool. I'm trying to tell you, and I already told you no. Okay? If you can't get no, then I don't know what you can't get. But you ain't getting Sylvia, I tell you that much. She's not going to no reunion. You know what, man? No I'm through talking to you. I'm just going to call Sylvia because that's what I should have done in the first place. Sure I should have called listen, I told you, but you ain't going to call nobody. You better not dial my wife. number, man, I'm telling you this right now. I'll be at that class where you and know, I will be looking for your king, whatever your name is. I'm going to find man. out who you are. I ain't playing no like this. I told you. You a disrespectful in the first place. I didn't told your don't call my wife. She ain't going to no reunion so you bet not call my phone no, i've been married for 12 years later you don't want to, to go. go to walk up in this and f- up my situation now i done told you i will come to this class reunion and i will f- your f- up man because you look like you're playing with me acting stupid or something you ain't taking my wife to no class reunion you understand what, what i'm know saying your wife don't want to go to the reunion with me how you know that you ain't going nowhere with you i done told you man don't get me acting crazy up in here i done told you now i said first i won't come to the class reunion, but i will come to that. Just to make sure I knock your lights out. Don't be acting stupid like I can't find. Them. They got all kind of, but I'll find your. This is innocent, man. Me and her going to the reunion is innocent, and she ought to be able to decide if she want to go with me or not. Ain't nothing Listen about Your sound tripe anyway. Call somebody on phone talking about a class reunion. I ain't even much heard about. Hey, no, I don't phone, give man. I tell you what. You know what? I'm, 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 I'm finna get off phone call Sylvia. Okay? Respect I'm, the. the Ring. You understand what I'm saying to you? I didn't post a, just You she man, but I don't understand what you can't understand but about what? that. Respect the ring. Hey, man, I got one more thing I need to say to you, man. Ain't to to me, man. You ain't got to say to me, man. You ain't got to say to me except to hit this click in your ear right now. No, I got one more damn thing to say to you, and then I'm going to get off the phone. I'm going to be through with it, man. What <laughs> you got to say to me? Uh, say what? What the you got to say to me before I hang up this phone? I got this to say to you. This. Is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show? Your wife Sylvia got me to prank phone call you. Bullsh- <laughs> Are you for real? I'm <laughs> serious, man. I'm serious. Oh man, I'm, I'm f- over here f- wetting <laughs> and everything, man. Just mad. No, this is a joke, dog. You alright? I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be alright <laughs> in about an hour or two. <laughs> That's, that's okay. That's cool. All right. All right. Y'all got me. Y'all got me. Well, I guess this is a good time to tell you. The class reunion is coming up. <laughs> <laughs> I, know, I guess ain't no class reunion, huh? No, there is a class reunion. You need to get ready because you're going. <laughs> yeah, I'll be making sure if there is one, I'll definitely be there.
6: Oh,
5: man. <laughs> <laughs> that is.
6: Wow. High school reunion. <laughs>
5: man. Uh, all right. Wacomico, I'm coming. Wacomico City Center in Salisbury, Maryland. I'll be there this Saturday night. Landing the cut is Jackson, Mississippi. Got a brand new comedy club. It is Chuckles Comedy Club. They have one in Memphis, but now they have one in Jackson, Mississippi. So be you ready. You can go to thomasmiles.com. I'm on the October run, baby
3: catch me. All right, nephew. Thank you. We will. Coming up next, Strawberry Letter. Subject, he keeps disrespecting my girl. We'll get into it right after this.
1: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
3: Time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please, baby, please submit your Strawberry Letter to Steve Harvey FM and click Submit Strawberry letter, okay? We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. Buckle up
5: and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the strawberry letter.
3: Thank you, nephew. Dear Steve and Shirley, I am a young man who is in love with my girlfriend, and I feel a need to protect her. We have been dating for two years, and I've met her family, and I love them all, except for her father. I don't know where to begin her father argues with everyone in the family and he has started a few fist fights with the other men in the family he smokes weed constantly and he does it in front of the family my girlfriend told me that since she was a little girl her dad has talked down to her and was very strict and mean this was all before i met her of course and he has never done it around me As her man, I swore on everything to protect her, and I told her that if he ever talks to her crazy in my presence, I will handle it. What her dad doesn't know is that I'm a fourth-degree black belt in martial arts, and I'm licensed to protect other people. Over the weekend, my girl went to visit her family without me, and afterwards she came to my house. She said her dad was high as usual, and he yelled at her a few times, so she left. Now I feel like I'm failing her as her boyfriend and as a man by not being there for her. I could knock this dude's lights out, but my girl says she will stop sharing things with me if I cannot control my temper. She's afraid that I may end up in jail for hurting her father. I am working really hard to get enough money to propose to her, and once she's my wife, I really won't be able to tolerate any disrespect from him. So, should I try talking to her dad now, man to man, or should I just surprise him and body slam him if he gets out of line again? Okay, I got this as your girl, and you want to protect her and all of that. but I mean, are you crazy for real you you can't get in it. To any kind of altercation with this girl's father. I mean, she doesn't even want you to. She's just telling you out of her own frustration and what she's been going through. She doesn't, she, you know, she doesn't like the way that her dad treats her. But, um, you know, like her most recent family visit when she went over to visit her family, uh, when he gets going and starts acting crazy, she just walks away. I mean, I know you're her man. You don't like any of it. I get that. I get that. But he hasn't put his hands on you. He hasn't put his hands on his own daughter. He j- talks to her crazy. But so, you know, this talk of you knocking his lights out because you have a, a fourth degree uh, black belt uh, black belt, and all of this. Well, you know, I, I just think it's a b- bit premature knocking his lights out. He hasn't done anything yet. You know, I mean, um, you can let her know of course that she has your protection and all of that and she doesn't have to worry but he all he does is get high and talk to her crazy and she doesn't have to be around that you're both grown she can walk away he hasn't put her hands his hands on her like i said he hasn't put his hands on you uh you know is his, is her father out of order most definitely should he be doing this absolutely not but to you i say stand down for now because you know, you guys can still just walk away from this situation. You don't have to be around her dad. Steve?
2: Well, I agree with you, Shirley, because uh, young man, he keeps disrespecting my girl is the topic of the letter. Now, you young, you in love with your girl, and you feel the need to protect her. I take my hat off to you. Congratulations. That's what you're supposed to be towards a woman. Now you've been dating her for a couple of years, and you met the family and everybody. You get along, you like everybody, all except her father. Because you say he argues with everybody in the family and has started a few fist fights with the other men in the family. He smokes weed constantly, and he does it in front of the family. And my girl said that she, since she was a little girl, her dad didn't talk down to her and very strict and mean. Okay, listen to me, that happens in some families sometimes. You got an over strict father talking crazy and all this here. But like Shirley said, he not beating this girl. Now, does he have a problem? Yeah, he got a real problem. He got an anger management problem. He got a dope problem. You know, y'all don't say smoking weed ain't a dope problem, but it is when you can't when you handling it like this. Mm. Everybody don't weed don't affect everybody the same way. This one of the people that need to quit smoking weed. <laughs> this one of them. I know people that should not be drinking socially or no other damn reason. <laughs> it just don't affect everybody the same way. Right. Now, listen to me. You said. That he has started a few fist fights with the other men in the family. Now, here's your chance. You got this fourth degree black belt. Now, if after you marry this girl like you say you want to, and you say you're not gonna take no disrespect, now when you get in the, when you become one of the men in the family, and then he start a fight with you, this could be the time to end all this. Because a good ass whipping <laughs> stops a lot of arguing and fussing and talking bad. Uh, yeah. A good one? <laughs> My Uncle Rayford got his ass whipped so good one time. Mm. We ain't never <laughs> had no more trouble out of Uncle Rayford. We <laughs> took ass whipping to do it. Now just buy your time. Get in the family, marry the girl, and an ass whooping could happen any day now. (laughs) But right now, Shirley's right. Settle down. I'll come back. I'll give you the rest.
3: All right, Steve. Uh, Coming up, we'll have part two of your response um, at 23 after the hour. Today's subject, he keeps disrespecting my girl. We'll get back into it right after this.
1: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
3: All right, come on, Steve. Let's recap today's Strawberry Letter's subject. He keeps disrespecting my girl.
2: All right, dude, listen. You're young. You're in love with this girl. You want to protect her. You've been dating her. You love the family except the father. Your father argues with everybody in the family, talks bad to her. He smoked weed constantly. He just started some fights. Now, I've told you in this letter, I think since you want to marry this girl, the key to this whole letter he has started a few fist fights with the other men in the family. Now in this letter, we've discovered that you are a fourth degree black belt in martial arts and I'm licensed to protect other people. Well, this could be just the opening that the family, this is the, this is the gift that you can give to the family. <laughs> This could be a <laughs> gift that keeps on giving. You're stupid. Don't tell <laughs> nobody you got this damn black belt. Right. <laughs> Keep that to yourself. Over there at the family, everybody laughing. He coming in smoking weed. What the hell are you you looking at, punk? And then you say, excuse me. Are you referring to me, uh, Mr. Johnson? Yeah, I'm talking to you. You little young, young ass punk. I said, Mr. Mr. Johnson, no disrespect, but I really don't want you disrespecting me or my wife anymore. Don't tell me this is my daughter. I disrespect if I want to. Well, not while I'm here. I'll knock your ass out. I Uh wish you would. (laughs) Your next statement is, I wish you would. Mm. That usually provokes high people. High people like granting wishes. I don't know why they all think they genies. But as soon as a person get high, they take on the genie mentality. <laughs> genie mentality. You know, they you'd say, I wish you wasn't here. Well, I'm here. <laughs> so now, you say, I wish you would. He gonna swing on you. Soon as he swang, let all four degrees out on his ass at once.
0: <laughs>
2: but I mean, do it quick. You can't pound on him. Uh-huh. You just got it's gotta be real quick. Pop! It's gotta go like that. I did go back to talking. It's, yeah, and they're just go look now, Mr. Johnson. I didn't want to do that, but you came up on me and you scared me. <laughs> and then everybody in the family gonna be, man, did he just knock Willie ass
1: out. <laughs>
2: <laughs> man, let's do man knock Willie ass out. Ooh, Willie got his ass
4: knocked
6: out. <laughs> <laughs> well,
2: then the grandmama be over there, that's good for his ass. <laughs>
3: About
2: time somebody knocked him out. I like little Da Savior. He took little Da Savior to come. Da Savior. Wow. That's Spanish for savior of people.
8: (laughs) Okay.
2: Da Savior. Mm -hmm. And that's your chance. Now, what didn't happen to you is over the weekend, your girl went to visit her family, and afterwards she came to your house, and she said her dad was high as usual. He yelled at her a few times, so she left. Now I feel like I'm failing her as a boyfriend, as a man, by not being there for her. That's a good feeling, man. You should always maintain these feelings. I could knock this dude's lights out, but my girl says she will stop sharing things with me if I cannot control my temper. Because, see, everybody know, pretty much, he pretty much harmless, really, dog. Now, you're not from no family like that, but his family's like that. Uh. And you got to respect her wishes because the man ain't put his hand on her and he just yelling at her. Because there's something wrong with him. And now, there's two ways to fix him. Three ways. Therapy, Christ, and an ass whooping. ass whooping,
5: yes. Put that in
2: there. Now, a lot of people don't go to church so you can get this last one quicker. That ass whooping. You ain't got to go to church to get it. You ain't got to have no money for therapy. You can just get this ass whooping and settle it all. She said she's afraid that I may end up in jail for hurting her father. I'm working really hard to get enough money to propose to her, and once she's my wife, I really won't be able to tolerate any disrespect from him. Well, see, son, so here's what you said. Should I try talking to her dad now man to man, or should I just surprise him and body slam him if he gets (laughs) out of line again? I likes that in you, boy, but that ain't the way. But Steve Harvey, I likes that in you. But this hatred, her mama going to be mad at you. The grandmama probably going to be mad because you're going to break his back or
3: something.
2: Then they got to roll his tripping ass around in a chair. See, it's too much can go bad with this.
3: Yes, Steve. So
2: what (laughs) I need for you to do, I think you should talk to him man to man. But you have to talk to him when he ain't high. Mm. Mr. Johnson, can I have a word with you? It just really sounds so crazy when I hear you talking to the family like this. And when you're yelling at her, it really bothers me, man. Do you think, man, you could look at that a little bit better and be a little kinder? Because she's really hurt. She wants to have a great relationship. She feels like she never had a chance to because you just keep cussing at them and talking to him, And she really loves you. You can go that route. That's the route Shirley's saying. And that's the route I recommend. Then if all that don't work, let's, let's get this Does ass it whooping. sound
8: like it's going <laughs> to work? Do
2: it. Yo. Yeah. don't It might not. It might not, young player, but that's the way to go. But if it don't,
3: mm-hmm. get them fourth-degree ass-whipping out. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we got to go, Steve. Uh, listen, email us, guys, or Instagram us your thoughts on today's Strawberry Letter. at Steve Harvey FM, and check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. Coming up at 46 after the hour, there was a mouse in the White House. I believe it. We'll be back right after this to talk a about that. big rat in there,
1: too. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. In
3: trending political news, the leaks coming from the White House are now crossing into the animal kingdom. Because a mouse fell out of a ceiling, sending reporters into a frickin' God. Dog. Oh, God. Wow. That I your would ass have in the died. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, oh, a my God. Mouse
4: yeah. all on your shoulder. <laughs> oh, on your head? Go, I don't give a damn
3: who y'all oh. Somebody threw a whole camera at this room. <laughs> a mouse in the White House at 1600 Pennsylvania oh. Avenue. It was yesterday morning when a mouse plunged through the ceiling. In the press booth and landed, <laughs> Steve, you're going to laugh, in a reporter's lap. God, what? Man? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no. Everybody started running and reporters <laughs> took off from their seats. Uh, there's a video that shows a mouse running behind tables and equipment. One reporter <laughs> even busted out a broom, but the mouse got away. Uh, <laughs> man, that, that mouse in landed in his... Man, damn this budget. Oh, no.
5: <laughs>
4: I thought it was dead at first.
5: Not uh, coming through the ceiling. Yeah. Uh, He's alive and well. Yeah. Uh, that's mm. all them down on hamburgers. He over there eating ain't throwing that stuff away. Yeah. That's what that is. Man. <laughs>
1: yeah. oh ain't heard about God,
4: no mice
5: till his ass <laughs> got in there.
4: God, Obama ah. was in there five. <laughs> we ain't never
5: heard about this.
0: <laughs> <laughs> wow. Great.
5: Now he now he nasty too. We <laughs> finding out so much about him. <laughs> I, mean, I didn't know he was nasty too. He's so stupid. ain't <laughs> too much. To- Not too much, man. Oh, I promise
2: you he's going to try to blame this on Obama. Good old Noah, homie.
5: What?
3: (laughs) You're right, Steve. You're right. He's blamed everything else on him. Why not this? This probably on. Mm -hmm. Mm. So, Steve, you told us the story one time. Remember that story you told us about your friend? You spent the night over his house one
2: night. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah, we ain't got time to do that story right now. We can't that do it in a minute. That's way different from this one mouse out the White House. We can't uh, do it in a minute. Hell no, we can't do it in no minute. And don't okay. ask me to, but okay. I'm not shortening it up. But I tell you right now, way more than that one damn mouse dropping out of ceilings. <laughs> I tell you what, uh, is
6: this sitting up in his
2: house at three o'clock in the morning was like sitting on the four o five.
1: They They ass
2: was in that rolling. (laughs) You gotta tell
3: us the story when we come back. I ain't telling it, Shirley. When we come back.
2: I ain't telling it. Why? (laughs) I don't want. I'm boycotting the story. Let's just let this mouse in the White House be the story for three days. (laughs) I hope they don't don't catch
3: him. (laughs) All right. Well. um, Oh I no, thought- Tommy!
2: took ain't got to catch it. Oh, he ain't by himself.
3: Well, <laughs> right? I was gonna, oh. promo- I was gonna promote the fact that Steve's gonna tell us his mouth story, but no, uh, I ain't gonna do that. No, Tommy, he ain't by. He has parents. He's protesting <laughs> too much. So uh, we'll be back on, with man. more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up right after this.
1: A nasty ass president. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
3: Alright, uh, Steve, at the beginning of the show you promised us some ignorance today.
2: Well, I want to ask a question about the R. Kelly thing because
3: oh,
8: okay,
2: I didn't know he was in jail or anything. It's such a sad story. Let me ask you a couple of questions. Where He's in jail in Same. Chicago?
3: <laughs> uh, Yeah, he's in Chicago. Do yeah. uh-huh. you know what
2: jail he's in? Um, metropolitan.
3: Yeah,
5: metropolitan.
3: Right. I forgot, but it is Metropolitan, yeah.
2: And what's the story you was doing another day about his show?
3: Oh, yesterday. Well, he wants to. Um, he he's complaining that his health is failing. He says he has numbness in his hand. <laughs>
8: um, mm-hmm.
3: you know, and he, he I mean, he's been in there for a while. He just he wants to get out. He has anxiety. He was mm. saying. Mm-hmm.
5: It's gonna be some more numbness. It's gonna be everything. It's gonna yeah. be more than just your fingers and many. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. yeah. Did that okay. answer your question? Yeah,
2: anxiety is, uh, everybody in prison has anxiety. Yeah, they do. Yeah, you,
3: yeah. 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 Uh-huh. An untreated hernia, remember that? Oh, yeah, the hernia. Yeah, the hernia. Yeah, the hernia. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Yeah. You know, I had a hernia this year, too.
3: hmm yeah. And what happened?
2: Well, I got mine treated. I'm free, so. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah. Yeah.
2: I got mine.
4: You took care of yours oh at your own yeah. leisure, huh? Yeah. I went you you, you went on down. There.
2: Yeah, I went out there and took care and of mine. And you had
4: to ask nobody. <laughs> yeah,
5: yeah, well, I had
2: one year. Yeah, I was available to go in for, you know, rent <laughs> and all yeah. that. I
4: was, yeah. Yeah, At M-O-I. your leisure, though,
5: whenever yeah. you wanted to, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: Okay. Left, went mm-hmm. half from lunch. <laughs>
1: uh-huh.
2: <laughs> yeah. Actually, took time to decide what treatment I wanted. You oh, know, wow. the state wasn't paying for my So you
3: answer. had choices,
2: yeah. yeah. Well, you know, I could.
1: Mm-hmm. What's know, wait on that?
2: They told me if I waited two weeks, it might go back, you know.
1: Mm hmm. Mm hmm.
3: Didn't you have a hernia too, Tom?
5: Yeah, yeah, I had one. I actually I did had one it too. playing golf in Ox State, swinging too damn hard.
3: I remember that, wow. Tommy. We
5: popped, popped in my door damn door. neighbor. Like, what the hell to... I'm doing? Say what I'm supposed to be doing.
3: I had one when I was carrying my daughter. Hmm. Yeah.
5: So where is his hernia? You, where is he, he it? at? Aura. we don't know okay yeah. No, we don't know that time. What that time. songs can he not sing in jail? It's probably got a least. Uh, I don't like, see nothing wrong.
4: Yeah. Uh Honey Love, he can't do I that, know that one. No, that
2: ain't a sure. good one.
4: Yeah, he can't do that one. No, he no, can't no, do no,
6: none no. of these songs. On, no man. more
2: ignition. <laughs> oh, <laughs>
4: He better not say My this body is... keeps telling me yes. Yeah. yeah, he can't
2: do that. 12, 12, play. Do. 12 play. Yeah, 12, 12 play. 12 play. He can't That's do it. that. Probably don't want to holler that one out. Uh, <laughs> he
4: mm. don't want to say, This is Mr. Biggs. How you doing, Mr. Biggs? He don't want to yeah. do that. Everybody in yeah, the he closet. Plans. He can't do that
2: either. Mm, hell no. Because we are everybody in the closet. Everybody in the
1: closet in jail. <laughs> Every
2: dough open is a damn surprise <laughs> in jail. <laughs> uh,
1: he yeah,
2: he, he, yeah, he don't want to do none of them hits.
5: He do you know. He ain't, he ain't really had no time to do that. What about I Believe I Can Fly? Can he, can he say Yeah. On? Fly your ass yeah. over that wall.
4: <laughs> <laughs> nothing off the chocolate factory.
5: <laughs> is it real chocolate?
4: Yeah. Like, you know that song, You Made Me Love You? He can't do that
5: one. <laughs> oh, man. No. Well, That's got to be crazy.
2: You might be young, but you're
1: ready.
2: That is
1: yeah, he can't sweat. do that either,
2: I probably, it. I don't even think that's his song, that's Sweat. That's
1: Sweat. It's not. That's
4: Sweat. It's keep uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, sweat ain't going
5: to jail.
2: Well, <laughs> Sweat ain't in prison for it. So.
4: He can't do nothing off TP2.com. Not one.
2: No. Yeah, well, Sweat, when he said young, he was thinking
5: like 23. Yeah. yeah. Right, 25. Yeah.
4: <laughs> he meant grown.
5: Grown woman. Yeah. <laughs> What about yeah, Feeling yeah. On Your okay. Booty? Can he do that one? That's a song. Yo! Yeah. It's a song called Feeling On Your Booty? Yeah, he got a
4: song called Feeling On Your Booty. God, He can't do that one. I know what he can do.
3: What? Which one? You remind me of my Jeep. He can Mm-mm. do that one. No, he can't do that. He can't
4: do that one? Because people in prison had Jeeps. Yeah, depending
5: oh, on how much affection oh. they had with their Jeep, mm-hmm. they might have been real into their Jeep. Well,
2: I think he's just down to step in the name of love and That's hope it. that can hold strong. <laughs> All
1: right, we got more yeah. side,
3: of this side. ignorance yeah. right. on the Steve Take Harvey down. Morning Show coming up, up at uh, 20 minutes Hang after the hour, right <laughs> after this. Hang in there,
1: Mom! You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
3: All right, guys, so it turns out that Donald Trump and Vladimir Zelensky, the president of Ukraine, weren't the only ones on that July phone call when Trump asked him to investigate Joe Biden and his son. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo was also on the call. This is according to a senior State Department official. The July 25th phone call is the focus of an impeachment inquiry by House Democrats following a complaint by a whistleblower about Trump's misconduct. While it's not out of the norm for the secretary of state to be on the call with the president and a foreign leader, Pompeo had not volunteered that he was on the call. He, he didn't say anything. Pompeo was <laughs> against the uh uh-uh, uh. He didn't say anything. No,
2: I followed this story, Shirley. As mm-hmm. a matter of fact, a week ago mm-hmm. when he was on CNN uh-huh. and they asked him about it, he says, you're asking me something about a report I haven't even seen. Your ass call. was on the call, He didn't though. volunteer
3: <laughs> anything. Okay. He act like
2: he didn't know none of this. But, you know, they did this thing on CNN today called All the President's Men. Uh-huh. They were showing the picture. Of the president they had Giuliani, Pompey, you know, Barr, all his uh, dudes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. These are all old white men who have been doing this for years. They're going to band together. And come up with a conspiracy theory, and these Americans going to believe it, and these damn senators is going to ride with it. Mm. And they know he lying.
3: Yep, lying. Yeah. especially Lindsey Graham. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. All right, we got more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up and some trending news at 33 after the hour, right after this.
1: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
3: All right, so, Steve, after Amber Geiger was found guilty of murder and the prosecution and civil attorneys said that the jury made history yesterday, attorney Benjamin Crump, uh, also a friend to the show, said the conviction of Amber Geiger is a victory for other unarmed people of color color who were killed by police. Take a listen. This verdict
0: is for Trayvon Martin. It's for Michael Brown. It's for Sandra Bland. It's for Tamir Rice is for Eric Gardner, it's for Antoine Rose, Jamel Roberts for EJ e. Bradford, for Stephon Clark, With for Jeffrey for Dennis, Jeffrey Dennis. Genevieve's Dawes, Genevieve's Dawes. for Pamela Turner, for so many unarmed black and brown oh, dear, dear. human beings mm-hmm. all across America. Yeah. This verdict today is for them. Woo. Everybody can raise their hand yeah.
5: This verdict is for them. This verdict is for them. That's a long list, man. man that's
2: you know, man, that list is, 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 is shocking when you hear these names
8: yeah.
2: of the lives know. of black and brown people who die at the hands of police officers and nothing happens. Nothing Right. Uh, listen, man. Nothing happens.
3: Slap on the, poli- on the wrist for the police. Officer. It's
2: unthinkable mm-hmm. in this country we live in that a young white person or a white person, period, gets murdered and nothing happens to the murderer. It's it's unthinkable. It, it you can't even if you murder someone something has to happen to you for doing it it's unthinkable in this country that that can happen but to black and brown people it happens far too often man it's just far too often you know and this is like listening to that list for me is like a bittersweet because i'm so glad uh, this woman was convicted but the sad part is man when you hear these names you go damn
1: yeah
2: Damn. Right. And you just keep saying damn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Damn, man. Oh, I forgot. Damn. Yeah. Hold up. Right. Damn. And, and let right. me tell you something. These ain't no names not in your lifetime.
5: Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. They didn't right. go back to Emmett Till and Mega Elvis, and they oh, didn't go brother. back down that list. No. They right. brought it up to modern day everybody knew these names. You know how long this has been going on. Hmm. Have any idea how long this been going on, man? And do you know how long that is finally getting national attention because of cyberspace? Do you know how many countless people have died at the hands of brutality simply because it could get pushed under the rug and hidden because wasn't no internet, wasn't no phone cameras? So when you hear these names, y'all, it ain't just them names. It's thousands of names.
1: All right,
3: coming up, our last break of the day, and some closing remarks from the one and only Steve Harvey at forty nine minutes after the hour. Right after this,
1: you're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
3: All right, here we are, last break of the day. Before we turn it over to Steve, and it's been a good day, by the way. Great, it's been a great day, right? Uh, Before we turn it over to Steve uh, for his closing remarks, Tommy, you wanted to say one last thing before we get out of here. I did.
5: I wanted to say this. Mm -hmm. And y'all tell me if I'm right now. George Bush found Saddam Hussein, right?
3: Mm Mm-hmm.
5: And Barack Mm -hmm. Obama found Bin Laden. Check. Right. Mm Mm-hmm. And Donald Trump can't find the snitch in his own damn house. Am I right or wrong? (laughs) You're talking about the whistleblower. (laughs) The whistleblower. You can't find him in
3: your house. I don't want him to find him. him. (laughs) Quite (laughs) frankly. Thank goodness, yeah. Uh -uh. Check the
1: situation real. (laughs) Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, All right, Steve, take
3: us home.
2: You know, uh, this is a really encouraging thing for people. I just want to talk to you about keeping the faith. Um, you know, it's going to be a, a lot of turns in your life. You know, I was uh I was doing this thing with Publishers Clearing House the other day, and we were going over to some people's homes and we were giving away these $10,000 checks. I mean, this is really real. And they not only have the big check with your name on it. When we get ready to walk away, we actually hand the person the actual check. They get a check with their name on it. They can take it to the bank right then and there. And uh, I was leaving, and this one Hispanic couple stopped me. And this woman had a cast on her arm. And she said, Mr. Harvey, can I speak to you for a minute? You're such an inspiration to me. I listen to your radio show all the time. And I said, wow, thank you. Well, the publisher's clearinghouse cameras kept rolling. And I knew they were over my shoulder, but I had to talk to this lady because she was so. She said, How do you keep the faith when things are going wrong in your life? I said, well, something going wrong right now? She said, yes. I said, hasn't something gone wrong before? And I was just being real nice and encouraging to the lady, and I was just talking to her. And as I was talking to her, I started thinking that, and and, and, and I'm going to share with you what I shared with her. I said, you know what? If you remain faithful, it always turns around. Now, it may not turn around in the time frame you have in mind, but it always turns around. As a matter of fact, God is so good and so merciful, even when you don't remain faithful to it. He turns it around for you anyway. It's so crazy, man, how he works. You know, the fact that you have given up hope does not stop him for issuing out his grace and him doesn't stop him from issuing out his mercy. He does it to the just. He does it to the unjust. He does it to evil people. He does it to the righteous. He just gives us all breaks, all of us. And I was telling the lady, I said, you know, if you remain faithful, it's going to turn around. She said, but it seems like it never does. And I said something to her that I've said something on the radio quite a few times. And I said, let me ask you something. I said, how old are you, ma'am? She said, I'm 32. I said, okay, I'm 62. In 62 years, I've had, I got to thinking, uh, probably at least a thousand really bad days. Out of my 62 years, I've had about a thousand really bad days, probably a little bit more than that, but some of them I forgot about. So I asked her at 32, I said, you've probably had a, can you think of a hundred bad days that you've had? She said, oh yes, I've had more than a hundred bad days. I said, okay, let me ask you a question. Of those hundred bad days that you've had and of the thousand Bad days that I have. Can I tell you something that you and I have in common? She said, Mr. Harvey, I don't have anything in common with you. I said, yes, you do. I said, I've survived a thousand bad days. You've, I've had a thousand bad days. You've had a hundred bad days. I said, guess what? We've both survived all those bad days. I said, young lady, your track record, for surviving bad days is 100%. All of y'all out there that's having bad days, think of all the bad days you've ever had. You survived them all. You're going to survive this one too. Now imagine this. With not even realizing that God was taking care of you in your past with just faith and mercy. Imagine this. Suppose you actually thought faithfully, wow. Thank you, Lord, for all that you've gotten me through. And therefore, I know you're going to get me through this. Imagine if you made that simple step. What would it hurt you? I mean, really, it, 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 it couldn't hurt you at all. Because without you asking him before, he's gotten you through it. And he brought you through it so smooth. Some days you woke up and it was just gone and you didn't even know it. You didn't even have enough sense to thank him. You just got up and all of a sudden you had survived it. Well, guess what? Suppose you applied that little piece of faith to it and just said, you know what, Lord? I know today is a rough day, but I want to thank you for all the rough days you got me through before. And I'm, I, I just I'm anticipating that you're going to get me through this one. That little act of faith right there, acknowledging God for what he's done for you in the past and expecting him to do it for you again. That's the relationship he's looking for from us, man and he keeps providing us with proof that he's available all the time for us. So y'all, stay faithful because every time it's gone wrong in the past, you survived that one too. Don't you see that he has never left you, that he's always been there? Don't you see? Man, wake up everybody. God is good. All right? those was my closing remarks today. That's stay so. faithful.
1: Woo-hoo. Got it. You so.
2: Y'all have a great weekend.
1: <laughs> Talk oh, to day,
2: God
0: because he'd love to hear from you. God wants you to learn things.
3: For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old, unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit
8: SteveHarveyFM.com.
1: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.